Hello again, Broncos country, and welcome to another episode of the Orange Weekly Broadcast pregame podcast. I love it. You pulled that right together, Jared. I did. I pulled it all together. I, so here's, here, guys, I want to apologize. I want to stop starting this off. Guys and girls listening, I apologize. We, we have not been super consistent this year, and that is 100% my fault. I'm not throwing it to David. We didn't do a show last week for the Chargers game. Um, and uh, I feel bad about it. And I'm not going to, I'm not pointing fingers. It's all my fault. I guess I am pointing fingers at myself, but just want to say that we're sorry, but we're, we're back. And we're going to give you a breakdown. The game is tomorrow, though, David. Are you excited for this Saturday night I, game? I, I am. Uh, I have to point out, though, uh, Jared, that the world not revolving around you. Uh, Kevin and I did a show last week. Uh, you guys did it. We, we did you a guys show. did a pregame last week. We did a pregame last week. We did not do one for the Texans week. So you, your oh, apologies. Okay. A week I knew off. we missed a couple weeks uh, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, no, we did. We did one last week. Um, we predicted a Broncos win. Uh, I'm glad you listened clearly um now <laughs> um i will say i am a little cranky that i bought tickets to an event on uh, tomorrow night that i am going to end up going to uh and <gasps> you know because when i bought them the game was scheduled for sunday so That's little true. did i know that the schedule makers had their own plans in mind for the broncos but yes yeah, saturday night prime time all three saturday games tomorrow have playoff implications actually for both teams who are playing in them uh, even though yeah. there are th- there are two AFC versus NFC games in the on the schedule, but we're not here to talk about that. We're talking here to talk about Broncos versus Lions uh, on another episode of the Orange Weekly pregame podcast. Jared, we are so guys, mm-hmm. sit back, relax, and enjoy our beautiful voices as we talk about the Broncos versus the Lions. Fans, brews, and Broncos news. All right. Well, uh, we're back and uh, better than ever, just like the Broncos right now. Right Right now. Lights out defense. Man, they were absolutely (laughs) destroying the Chargers on defense. Now, now don't get me wrong. We just watched the Thursday game of the Chargers getting absolutely destroyed on defense by a Raiders team. However, we did very well. We did. Um, yeah, you get a little bit of a, a different challenge against these Lions, a little bit more offensive competence uh, on on the tape so far this season with Jared Goff uh, and this Lions team. Uh, it has been falling apart a little bit, though. You started to see Jared Goff turn the ball over a little bit more uh, in recent weeks. Uh, obviously, that's something the Broncos have been doing really well in recent weeks, turning that ball over. Um, and, yeah. you know, we'll get into specific matchups and why I think that might the trend might continue this week. But, um, you know, Jared, just general broad strokes thoughts on this Lions team. What are you seeing so far this season and what do you see at this point? Yeah, so it, this is a crazy and this season in general is crazy. Just look at the the wild card matchups on both AFC and NFC side. Like there's still still so many teams in the hunt at this point in the season. But just in general, this Lions team is kind of the opposite of the Broncos team. Now, they're not doing terrible towards the last few games, but they have not been playing super well in the last couple of games. At, at one point earlier in the season, we thought this team was a powerhouse, um, going to probably take the NFC, and, and uh, they've, they've dropped a few in the past couple of weeks, um, past few weeks. 
And uh, yeah, the offense just is not firing all on all cylinders. I'm on Ross St. Brown. I think has been a little injured. Um, he's been in and out and uh, yeah, Jared Goff just not throwing the ball as well as he did in the first, probably like eight or nine games for sure. Mm-hmm. No. And so there's one, one area where the lions have been a little bit banged up, especially is that offensive line. Now they're going to get center Frank rag now back at practice. He's excellent. Um, and then they've also got Taylor Decker back at practice after missing some, some practice earlier this week. So they'll have their starting left tackle too. Um, but what do you think about, and you know, one of the things that was really prevalent in that Broncos game was how much they were blitzing against the chargers. Um, um, you know, six different players got a sack and none of them were the Broncos edge rushers. Um, obviously Nick Benito got, get it, gets injured in the game, but Jonathan Cooper and, um, uh, Baron Browning, you know, they both get pressure during the course of the game, but neither of them get a sack. Um, you get blitzes with Jaquan McMillan, PJ Locke, you get Alex Singleton and Josie Jewell in there. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's, I think, and, you know, start talking about specific matchups that I really like for this Broncos defense. Um, if they get blitz happy again, uh, the, the Lions, I believe, are the third worst team in the NFL against the blitz. Um, I know Jared, yeah, Jared, Goff does not handle blitz as well. Um, the Broncos also have the third best sack rate when they blitz this season. Uh, so it is kind of a strength on weakness matchup for the Broncos there. I feel like um, if they can get some mismatches in one-on-ones that create those favorable blitz situations against that offensive line. Yeah, no, um, he's not doing very well. I'm, I'm trying to look up the advanced stats here. And yeah. he's uh, he either takes a sack or he throws it away. I mean, I mean that's good, but he also likes to force the ball downfield, try to get to to his playmakers, and it does not work out well for him. So I, I agree with you there. I like I like that matchup, but the one matchup I'm so first of all we got to throw it out. That offensive line is a very good offensive line. It is. Like you got Panay Sewell on one side, our old friend Graham Glasgow at center, um, and then like you were saying, Taylor Decker on the left side. They have a very, very good offensive line, but I think mm-hmm. not just blitzes, but different schemed blitzes, different, um, you know, up front. Um, I'd like to see a lot of movement. And then obviously, like you said, what we were doing against the Chargers was really good. It's bringing in our nickel, bringing in our strong safety and sending them from the outside to see what we can get. Um, but here's here's the matchup I'm worried about. If we're going to get blitz happy, that means we're going zero coverage. Um, Amon Ross and Brown is a problem. Um, and I know everyone's going to say it. We've all talked about it, right? Oh, we've shut down all these other top wide receivers before. But I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm having these flashes of, of him just being able to get open somehow, and, and Jared Goff just being able to find him on every play. And I just don't want that. So I, I obviously want the blitzes, but we have to have an answer from Amon Ross St. Brown because he's not, for the record, he is more of a slot receiver than he is an outside guy. And so you're not going to see us matching up. Um, uh, uh, Pat Sertan on him, and we're definitely not going to be following him. So yeah. that's something that you have to kind of. He he's lined up so about fifty fifty. He's lined up three hundred eighty one uh, in the slot, and then three hundred sixty in the on the outside. So he's they they throw him on both sides. But like I said, who is going to be the guy? Is it's got to be? I mean, Moreau's playing corner. Who's going to be the guy that's covering him when he's in the slot? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, if he's in the slot, Jaquan McMillan, Jared. Yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, I love McMillan, but is McMillan enough to stop Amon Ross St. Brown? 
Well, we'll see. I think they'll get creative about it. I think if you see him line up in the slot, you'll see safety help assigned at a certain point um, as well. Um, you know, what really concerns me is, and, you know, you've got a good point about that passing attack with Amon Ross St. Brown. But I got to tell you, this Lions running game is really what has me more yeah. concerned than anything else. Um, you've got David Montgomery in there um, really playing well this season. And then Jameer Gibbs, who is kind of a sensation. Um, he reminds me a little bit of Jaleel McLaughlin, but he's bigger. Um, so he's a little bit more of an every down threat. and But he still has that speed and quickness, that ability to kind of get through small holes that, that makes him kind of really, really lethal. Um, and... You know, that's where I think one area of the Broncos defense blitzing can actually help them. If they can get Jameer Gibbs in there on obvious passing downs um, and make him a liability in pass protection, that may lead to him being taken off the field in certain scenarios that are advantageous for them down the stretch of the game. Um, but we'll see. That's that's, you know a lot of chess when we're talking, when we should be talking about checkers, right? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be, I mean, you're obviously worried about the run game because we have been less than sensational in the run game of, of all of our defense and their improvements that we've had in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and by couple, I mean, last, you know, seven or eight weeks, um, the run defense is still something that scares us a lot. And the, the lines, uh, they run 42% of time, even being down in some big games. Um, they run 42% of time. They really like to, uh, to to pound the pound the rock which is a good they have a good balance so i think the key here is with you know like you were talking about um jared goff's 58 uh quarterback passer rating uh under pressure 111 clean if we can get pressure on 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 lock and go uh, or on goff sorry <laughs> if we can get pressure on goff and we can go up early i think that's another big key to this if we're going to not allow them to to run the ball on us we have to go up early um, and force them to throw. And if we force them to throw, I definitely feel like we have a lot, I have a lot more confidence, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, the, the, that running attack is really good. This, this is an offense, you know, it's, it's a better offense than we would have seen. I think a better offense than we would have seen, even if, if Herbert was healthy the whole game. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. And, and probably the best offense, I guess, since the bills really. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, absolutely. That's true. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the chiefs, Oh, man, I don't know what's going on with that offense. But yeah, this is definitely going to be the toughest offense. I mean, maybe the Raiders. I don't know. They just hung 63 on the charge. Who knows? Um, yeah, but they got held to zero the week before. I know, so right. I know. By the, by you the don't Vikings. know what charge, you're, what Raiders you're going to get. That's true. That's <laughs> It's so true. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, it's it, so. And this is another thing that kind of concerns me about this this matchup a little bit for the Denver defense. Uh, is just how much better the Lions have played at home versus on the road this season. Um, the splits are a little bit ridiculous, but, it, you know, they, they that's going to be for every team. Um, but having that dome, though, for Jared Goff has been just a really steadying presence for him. Uh, so, yeah. you know, that's what I want to see them especially do with those blitzes is get them dialed up early, um, is get to the quarterback and get him rattled, because I think that's one thing you've seen with Jared Goff throughout his career is if you get to him early and get him off of his schedule early in a game, you can affect the rest of his game. Um, so yeah, I, it would be, it'll be interesting to see if they can accomplish that going into this one. It's, it's definitely going to be interesting um, on the, from the offensive side. And I think that's going to be where the difference is. And 
Again, I love our offense, and we'll flip mm-hmm. over that here in just a second. But mm-hmm. our defense has been what's one hundred percent winning us games. Um, all almost all the games that we've won have all been defensively powered. Um, I can't yeah. really think of much that that has been like, oh, well, the offense played well and the defense played okay. Like our defense has been giving us the field position and the turnovers that we've been needing the last few games for sure. It's true. Before we transition away from the Lions' offense, we've got to talk about rookie tight end Sam Laporta. Um, oh yeah, could be. Yeah, um, he is not obviously on the same level as a Travis Kelsey guy yet, but he is definitely one of the better tight ends in football this year so far. Uh, now, he's got 66 receptions, 702 yards, uh, and six touchdowns. Um, so obviously they see him as a red zone threat. Uh, they've got him playing a ton of snaps, and he's playing really well. Um, he blocks really well. He's not a liability in the run game. Um, so he does a little bit of everything, uh, but you saw the Broncos kind of handle, um, you know, certainly in the second Chiefs game, uh, handle Travis Kelsey pretty well. They handled that rookie tight end Dawson Knox, not Dawson Knox, the other one, um, the Buffalo Bills tight end Dalton Kincaid, um, pretty well in that game too. Um, you know, he had his catches, but he didn't go off against this Broncos defense. What do you think? Is that do you think the Broncos have you know so, somewhat solved that problem with Jaquan McMillan and PJ Locke in there covering up the back end, or or do you think that could still be a problem in this game? No, I, I think I think we've actually figured it out. Um, we've held Travis Kelsey pretty well in the two games we played them. Um, you know, I I just think that we're fi- we finally figured it out, and I don't even think it's a man issue. I don't I don't think it's like one of these guys is doing a real good job, and you know. All of us that owe VJ an apology, me included, um, maybe kind of go back to him and be like, hey, Vance finally schemed up to be able to cover tight ends properly uh, while also being able to cover the deep ball. Like, it just seems like our communication's better. They know where they are at, at the given time. I think we're doing a little bit more film than on these tight ends. Um, the one thing I will say about Sam Laporta, and, and I think people are going to be really mad at me by saying this, but I got to say it. Sam Laporta is everything the Broncos thought we were going to get out of Noah Fant out of an Iowa Hawkeye tight end. I just, I, I, you see it, you know, we thought he was going to be a TJ Hawkinson or, you know, like that's, that's what we were expecting. Um, and he is, he's very, he's very physical. He's very uh, quick. He's very smart. Um, and he can catch the ball and get a field after he catches the ball. So yeah, I think that's something that we're going to need to worry about, but they, they just have, they have, they really have three people that if they get the ball in their hands on that offense, I'm like, crap. And I, well, he's one of them. I'm on Ross St. Brown's the other one. And Jamar Gibbs is the other one. Yeah. And you've got a, you know, a mini shout out to Khalif former Bronco Khalif Raymond, who they use on those gadget plays to just try to scheme him open deep every yeah. once or twice a game. And you know, when they hit those, you're like, ah, oh, dang. Cause you know, he's not coming back if he gets it in his hands. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm glad he's doing well for himself. He was yeah. a practice guy, wasn't he? He was like a practice squad. He was kind of bouncing back and forth with us. Yeah, I don't. I'm I just glad don't. he's getting some good good play time over there. If I I don't recall c- c- completely his career here, but I don't think it was a fumble issue like Isaiah McKenzie. I think he no, right. no, he no, just, no, no, no. He just couldn't yeah, make I, his way I, onto the roster, and yeah, yeah. We we're just stacked in the wide receiver room, and I'm glad he's getting his his uh, his chances up there in Detroit. Definitely. All right, now let's switch to this game, the Broncos offense versus this Lions defense, because, man, the Lions have had one of the worst defenses in the NFL over the past several weeks, and I'm, you know, really excited to see what this matchup could be. 
Um, and, you know, we were talking about it a little bit before the game, Jared, uh, or uh, before the podcast, excuse me, that game against the Chargers um, with several Jerry Judy drops that were just heartbreakers. Um, I think that you see those a couple of those drives turn into more points. I think the Broncos score 30 plus um, in that game if, if a couple of those plays go the right way for us. Uh, so you see it, right? You see the Broncos offense being a little bit closer to breaking out um, on the scoreboard. We talked about it on the Tuesday show. It's a Sean Payton touchdown to check down offense yeah. right now. And that is kind of been what they've been all season. Um, that's really what you've seen them perfect over this win streak, right? You've seen them kind of, especially the check down part of it. <laughs> um, the, but that's what we were talking about, right? You connect a little bit more on those touchdown plays on two more of those plays every game. Right. And suddenly that offense looks incredibly effective and can beat anybody. Do you think that's a decent matchup against what the lions do on defense? I think it is a great matchup. Uh, and I think that over time, you know, we wanted to give everybody time, right? We wanted to give Russ time. We wanted to give Sean Payton time. But really, nobody actually wanted to give them time to kind of, like, perfect <laughs> their craft. You know, right. like, we we went the whole first half of the season. Everyone was up in arms. Like, oh, was this a good trade? Why did we do this? This is crazy. Now we're looking back like, okay, they're finally they're finally gelling, Ayla. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and they're Sorry. finally getting it together. And, but, yeah, that touchdown to check down offense is really working out for all of them. And uh, you're right. We're one or two drops, one or two just like missed, missed plays away from putting up 30 every single game. And I think this, this defense specifically is good for that. The one person I'd say on this defense, we have to look out for and, and really their safety help. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce, uh, I'm going to try it. Okay. I'm going to, uh, Is that right? Obi, is it Obi Melifon No, if, if wait too. Third year, okay. third, okay. third round draft pick uh, out of circus. What do you? Okay, I have no idea. Look it up. Um, did, are you reading it? I'm looking it up. Okay, no, look I'm, it up, I'm, and then I'm, I'm gonna to I'm gonna say my point, and then we'll come back to you. All right. So, but my point is, um, obviously okay. the safety helps is is decent. Like they're they're playing okay. Um, but the one person on this team that can absolutely ruin it, and it's it seems like we have one of these every week on the defensive line. But Aiden Hutchinson. Um, he's just one of those guys. It's the same thing. Anytime we talk about, um, anytime we talk about the Raiders, right? Max Crosby can, can change a whole drive by himself. And Aiden Hutchinson's that guy. If we can, if we can contain Aiden Hutchinson, then we will going to, we're going to be able to drive all over this team. Their run defense. Isn't that great. I expect, uh, Javante to have a very big day. Um, I think we're going to end up running the ball a little bit more than I think people are used to seeing, especially in the past couple of weeks, we've been airing it out a lot. Um, but in general, I think that this team is very, it fits our style that touchdown to check down passing and then just controlling the ball with the run. We might be able to run all over them. Hopefully maybe we'll have one of those uh, Buffalo bills run nine time touchdown, never have to pass it. That would be, that would be awesome. Um, Cause yeah, there's, <laughs> you're totally right about the strength of Aiden Hutchinson. Right. Um, and Brian branch, their slot corner has also been really, really excellent so far. He's a rookie this season, but he, you know, he started the season playing really well. Um, and you know, cooled off a little bit, but still playing excellent overall. Um, but yeah, Hutchinson is your guy is the guy to watch out for, right? Only seven and a half sacks. Um, but you know, I think that's a product this season of the Lions not really having a terrible second edge rush presence. Um, not a you know, not another guy on this defensive line who you're really, really worried about. So you're seeing Aiden Hutchinson subjected to a ton of double teams. 
Um, and I would, I would hazard a guess that that continues this week. You saw that yeah. pretty frequently <laughs> against Khalil Mack um, against yeah. the Chargers, right? And the, you know, for uh, I mean, there was there was uh, several plays in the game where there was just no pressure on Russell Wilson at all uh, in that Chargers game. So yeah, they took Mac out of the equation. I would hazard, uh, yeah, like I said, hazard a guess that uh, Hutchinson seeds a healthy dose of Chris Mann hurts this week um, uh, with Mike McGlinchey over there. Uh, probably a lot of Adam Troutman chipping him as well. Uh, so yeah, I, I think they can scheme it up to have the pass rush advantage from that side of the defensive line nullified a little bit. Um, the outside corners really are not anything to write home about. No. Um, you've got Cam Sutton on the one side. He's really been a journeyman uh, his entire career with the Steelers, with the Chiefs. Um, and then Jerry Jacobs on the other side. You like Cortland Sutton, Cortland Sutton to get some matchups here. You like Jerry Judy to be open against these yeah. guys. You know, if he can catch the ball, that's on him. I, you know, and I said it during the game and I'll keep saying it. Jerry Judy's a guy you got to keep feeding. Like if he's got to get those catches to build his confidence. And especially after he has those drops, right. To come out the next week and start catching a couple of balls. That's when you're going to see his mojo start working. I think, um, you know, we'll see if it actually happens. Um, is there any, you know, is there anywhere else in this passing game specifically, Jared, that you think the the lions have a weakness and, and then we will talk about the run game. Well, I'll say this. I think that their defensive scheme is actually very similar as to what we've been doing. Um, they just don't have the athletes that we do. It's just plain and simple. I mean, they have the they have a better edge rusher than I think we do with with uh, Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. Um, but their their defensive scheme is very similar. Like they used they use Branch Brian Branch the same way that we use uh, uh, McMillan and Moreau. Like they put them on the outside in that slot, and then they have them blitzing. Um, they're there yeah. for that run defense too. So his run defensive grade's pretty good. He's a good tackler in the backfield. So. Um, it, it'll be interesting. I think, like I said, I think this works out well for what we want to do. And I think that we're going to be able to control the clock. That's the one thing that I think uh, the, the Denver Broncos and the Sean Payton really wants to do. Like we want the big plays, obviously, but we also like to control the clock and make sure that the, the, the hand, the balls in the, our hands as much as possible. So that's, that's really, I, like I said, I think those are my only, my only hangups. And I'll tell you what, I'll say mm-hmm. right now. I'm going to be really mad. I'm going to be really mad if we don't put up at least 24 points <laughs> on this team because yeah. this is oh, one yeah. of those defenses is probably one of the, the one of the lower defenses in the league right now uh, yeah. in the past, you know, five or six games at least that we should be able to put up some points the way that we've been playing. And I'm going to be really disappointed if this ends up being like a seven to 10 game. <laughs> well, and I'll tell you what, too, you look a little bit past this game to the Patriots who, despite having the worst offense in the NFL um, this year, uh, still have a really good defense. Um, It would be really nice to have the offense tuned up and feeling really, really confident and having a little swagger going into that game. Right. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Okay. Last thing, this run game. Um, Samaje Piran had, you know, didn't practice uh, for part of this week, but did come back to practice is probably going to play. Um, but so, you know, it's going to be, you know, that, I mean, having two bruisers like that is just such an advantage with him and Williams um, in, you know, late game scenarios, but to get to late game scenarios where you're just pounding your defensive line and, and pounding those linebackers every single play. 
Um, yep. Offensive linemen love it. Quinn Miners is going to be back for the Broncos after that kind of that scary heart issue um, that took him out of the game last week. Um, he's full go this week. So, yeah, looking looking forward to the offensive line back and opening up some big holes for this this run game. Yeah, like I said, my my big, I guess my one of my predictions here is that we're going to end up running the ball. I think uh, Javante is going to have over a hundred yards, maybe a touchdown, uh, over a hundred yards and at least one touchdown, maybe two. I love it. And one they are doing, thankfully, they're doing better is uh, scoring rushing touchdowns, which you've seen yeah. in the last two games in a row now. As opposed to before that, they had two on the entire season. So yeah, so I, I, for for those of you that don't know, I missed the game. I had to watch some highlights. Um, was it was it Javante that ended up with the touchdown on the yeah. rushing touchdown? Good. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. I think we have covered the offense. We have covered the defense. Uh, Jared, uh, is there anything that you need to add before we get on to a score prediction? No, I think that's it. I think this is going to be a good game. Davey, you want me to start with my score prediction? Do you want me to just go ahead and go for it? If you'd like. I have mine ready to go, but that's up to you. Okay, you, you go, you go, you go, you go. Okay, all right. Now, okay. <laughs> I think the Broncos do score a few more points this game. I think you see them start to connect a little bit more on the, like like we were talking about, those touchdown plays, those big plays down the field. I think the Lions defense is susceptible to it, and I think you will see the Broncos score 30 points. Uh, I think you will see the Lions score in the neighborhood of 22. Um, I think, yeah, yeah, I know it's it's a betrayal to see to see me predict the Broncos defense give up that many points, right? And I still think they're going to play well. Um, I think they are going to get a turnover or two. I think they are going to get after the Lions in situations where they need to the most. Uh, but I also think this Lions team that plays really well at home and has a lot of offensive weapons is going to have its chances in this game. So I love it. Uh, but I, I do agree. If we put up 30 points, the def- it doesn't mean the defense is doing bad by getting given up 22. Right. And honestly, if we're putting up 30 points, that means our offense is going out there scoring and getting off. So the defense is probably going to be on there a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll definitely give you that. I am going to go say this. Our offense and defense have been getting significantly better every game. Our team as a whole has been significantly better every game. Minus the Houston game. Let's let's kind of forget about the Houston game and everything. We've actually won a couple games handedly. Right? We beat the Browns and it wasn't a last minute game. We right. beat the Chargers and it wasn't like it was like we actually had a whole fourth quarter. We're like, oh, this is we're in a comfortable position. Right. Um and, I, and, you know, back in week eight, we did the same thing with Chiefs. I don't know if we're still there. I, I'd want to be there. I want to believe. I want to believe that we're that team that's like, oh, well, just another team coming in. Uh, we're going to Detroit, so we're in enemy territory. I do think it's going to come down to a little bit more of a last, maybe last drive. I, I'm not going to say last second thing. Maybe last drive, the last two drives. Hmm. Um, and I think it is going to be closer. I do want to say that we're going to put up 28 points. Um, actually, I'll, I'll go ahead and say 30 to get a field goal in there. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, but I, I think I think we score thirty. But I also think that they're going to end up scoring. I think they're going to get a couple big plays on us. I think that's just the one thing that that we still fi- can't figure out. We do give um, up a big they, play. It is, yeah, it's we, a thing. you know, it's that bend don't break mentality. But somehow, there's every couple games we have that one. It's like, what are we doing? Like, mm-hmm. and and so I think that's what's going to happen. I think it's going to be something close to maybe twenty seven thirty uh, for the for the Broncos. Um, we're not going to win by more than six. And I think it's going to come down to like a chance for a last drive, either either them to um, 
them to score a touchdown and not get it or us to, you know, run out the clock and then we, we have a chance to run out the clock. So that's my score prediction. 32, 27. Well, so very good. Um, so I'll tell you what, the Broncos will have a pretty clear idea of what their playoff uh, picture will look like going into this game. Yeah. Let's that, talk about that for a second. Let's do, let's do. Uh, because earlier that Saturday afternoon, that very self-same Saturday, Jared, uh, yes. you will have a matchup between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Indianapolis Colts. Now, Ooh, the Pittsburgh who, Steelers, who, for those of you who are not tracking, are both seven and six in the AFC. Right, exactly. Now, I need to look up, I believe Gardner Minshew got injured uh, in that la- in the last Colts game. Let me see if he got a concussion or not. Um, Lineups here. So it's yeah. got Minshew no, got... in the quarterback starting. Does it? Okay. Well, I mean, this is just pro football focus. I'm not sure if they're updated on the – usually they're pretty quick on updating on the – Yeah. Let's see. I'm looking up the Colts injury report right now. And Trubisky in starting for the for the Steelers. Yes, Mitch Trubisky is going to be in. The Kenny Pickett's still out uh, for the Steelers. Uh, so you've got okay. Well, all right. I guess uh, Gardner Minshew's not on the injury list, so I suppose he's playing. Um, all right, but so yeah, Gardner Minshew versus Kenny for, versus Mitch Trubisky in what can hardly be named the quarterback matchup of the century. Uh, Jonathan Taylor will be out. Uh, tackle Braden Smith for the Colts will be out. Um, yeah, so what do you – it's uh, – and T.J. Watt, who also had uh, concussion issues uh, in the game uh, last week, is in for the Steelers. So one of yeah. these teams is going to lose, like, unless they just tie, right. which which so- which would be hilarious. Um so, but yeah, so this one, this one's not so like this one either team like we I, I don't think either one of these teams with the quarterbacks and the play that they've been doing are, are going to be the guys making the playoffs. Right. Um, right. But they you're right. One of them's gonna, right I, I'm looking at this the other way. It's like one of them's going to have to win. Like <laughs> yeah, one, of, one of them has to win this game. Um, yeah. And so the Texans uh, who are in the eighth seed right now, not in the playoffs either, but one seed ahead of the Broncos as far as right. just the whole order of things. Will be playing without C.J. Stroud, Tank Dell, Nico Collins, and Will Anderson this week against the Titans. Yep. Versus, uh, versus so, their division rival too, which is right. huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The Titans, who have a lot of confidence after just beating the Dolphins, uh, which yeah. I'm still kind of in disbelief about. Um, yeah. But so yeah, it's 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 wide open for the Broncos. They've got to take care of business against Detroit. But if they do, the whole weekend could unfold in front of them. Yeah, and they'll see it too. Like so, Saturday we have a whole lineup of football on Saturday. I'm so excited! I'm finally getting my house situated, got my TVs hooked up, so I can finally watch football this weekend. And uh, yeah, the Minnesota Cincinnati game we haven't talked about that either. Cincinnati also sitting seven and six in the AFC um, without their starting quarterback naturally against Minnesota, who's in the NFC at seven and six. So if you're a Bronco fan, we're rooting for Minnesota. Unfortunately, in that game. <laughs> Yeah, and then Pittsburgh Indy, we would like to hope for I don't know a tie or a meteor, uh, right. and then, <laughs> and then obviously, and then so by the time we play, those teams are both gone, and the only team we got to really worry about is is like you said, uh, Houston, um, and but the, and there's there's so many seven and six teams right now, but we have to win this game first. Yep, we it. have to focus inward and be like, forget about the rest of it. If we can, if we win out, and we talked about this at the break. 
Yep. At, at our at our bye. If we can win out, right? If we win out, we're good. If we lose two games after the break, yep. which I, I did mention, all we all we needed was all but two games and we're playoff worthy. And now with Kansas City playing the way they've been playing, there's a chance that we, we could still lose one and still possibly take the take the, the division, division, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um but we got four games, four winnable, very winnable games left. And we just have to, we just have to win out. And we, I, I think if we, there's no way, if we win out, there's no way we don't make the playoffs. If yeah. we win out, there's a chance we take the division. Oh yeah. No, at this point, that's what we're talking about. Um, you know, you, you, Kansas city's schedule for the rest of the way is not, is pretty favorable for them, you know, yeah, on paper, is, yeah. but anything could still happen. Yeah. Anything but who'd they lose to happen? last week? That was like, I was like, they lost to them. They, who'd they lose to? I think it wasn't at Buffalo. Didn't they lose to Buffalo? Oh, was it Buffalo? Oh, it was Buffalo. Oh, yeah, because because <laughs> Tony lined up offside. Yep. Oh. Yep. Good yep, times. Yep, yep. Good times. Yep. But hey, David, like we we are sitting here, like uh, we're going a little long. Sorry for you guys that are coming for this. But, like I, we never would have thought we were in this place. No way. Like like how how did we get here? And what we what gods did we pray to? What football <laughs> gods did we pray to to get here? Because we need to keep pray- like. I cannot believe the turnaround and we're talking about like possible comeback of the year mid year for right. both Russell Wilson and for Sean Payton. Well, I'll tell and you Vance Sean- Joseph. I think Vance Joseph bigger than any, anybody else, but Sean Payton, like he has turned this team from a, okay, let's start looking at next year to now all of a sudden we're in the, we're in the chance to win the we're division the, from Kansas city. Like what? We're in the thick Holy of it. Holy crap. And you're I'm right so where happy. you want to be and you're playing your best football at the right time of year. Right. Like that's the most important thing. And I don't know what Sean Payton does or what kind of deities he believes in or <laughs> makes makes deals with. Uh, I happen to think he might be evil, but I'm not going to look too far into it because uh, here we are. Here you we know, are. Sean Payton, and, and we're going to all look back on this and everyone's gonna be like, yeah, duh, this is exactly what we, Sean Payton does. Right. And we can look fit like, you know, hindsight's 2020. But really what it all it took was him to find time to figure out who his playmakers were and put people, put the right people in the right places. Yeah. That's really what it took. He just, mm-hmm. he just, especially on that defense. I mean, I, our defense has taken such a major overhaul. You know, we started with a couple different corners, a couple different slot receivers, cream Jackson getting suspended. wasn't on the plan, but it's worked out for us for the most part. Yeah. Um, and, and in general, he's just making sure that the, his his power players are exactly where they need to be getting. Um, was it Cooper that was injured at the beginning of the year, getting him back? Um, Browning, it, Browning, no, uh, yeah, Browning. Baron Browning. Mm-hmm. getting Baron, Baron Browning back was huge for us. I just think we're we're finally working as a team. We're working together. We're playing for each other. Um, and it's just it's nice to see. And we we have a chance to make our own destiny at a point where seven weeks ago we thought we were looking at the top five pick. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So. All right. Well, any closing thoughts, David? Oh, Jared, I am just nervous because I, ooh, ooh, you know, like I feel too much confidence going into this game. Yeah. It's all, it's I like that it. Bills, it's like that Bills game again. I feel like, why do mm-hmm. I have all this confidence? And, but then we won that game. And, but then I had sort of the same vibe against the Texans and we should have won I, that game, but we didn't. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm just ginned up to be talking about, uh, meaningful Bronco football on December 15th. And I don't have, you know, really anything else. What about you? I, I 
I'm, I'm a excited that we have Saturday football. Um, it's going to be cool to be, have a Saturday night game. Uh, Sunday kind of opens up watching the rest of everything kind of unfold, depending on what happens. Although Sunday might also be depressing depending on how Saturday night goes, but uh, I'm, I'm excited for this game and you're right. I'm, I have this weird, like butterflies in my stomach, like Houston Texan style butterflies in my stomach about like, we, we should win this game. And on paper, it looks like this game is ours. Um, however, Vegas is giving a four, uh, it is, it is in Detroit, but Vegas is given, uh, four points to the, the lions right now. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I, I, I believe I got orange and blue goggles on. I believe, I believe we can do this and I think they can. I think if they continue playing the way, especially the way they did against the chargers, then, uh, then we absolutely have a chance. Um, and I'm excited. I'm like, I haven't felt like such a roller coaster of emotions this year. I'm excited to be in a place where we can be excited for possible play. Like we're talking about playoffs. We're talking <laughs> about playoffs. We're talking about playoffs. Oh, all right, yes David. Are. Thank you so much. I appreciate. It. I'm glad I'm back uh, for a little bit. And uh, love you, man. Really appreciate. It. Thank you guys for listening. To make sure you guys are subscribing hitting that subscribe button, sharing with your friends and family. Make sure you guys are uh, tuning in on um, Saturday night for the game. We'll have a tailgate talk as well as a halftime hash and all those other things on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, MySpace, all the all the fancy uh, social media. So um, make sure you guys are checking this out. Well, with that being said, David, all we have to all we have to do is end it on a very strong go, go Broncos. Orange Weekly, fans, brews, and Broncos news.